Hey there, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college student who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other students to do the same. On this podcast, I talk about all things college, my experiences, and the parts that no one really wants to talk about and no one really enjoys talking about. So if you're looking for a relatable resource and maybe a tip or two to help you get through your college experience, you've come to the right place. Enjoy the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Genuine Girl. I am very excited to be back, but I'm also just all over the place today, so you might have to bear with me. This episode isn't going to be super structured, and I feel like I'm saying that every episode these days just because, to be honest, life is just kind of crazy right now. It's not super structured at all, and as a structured person, it's been a little tough, not gonna lie. That's also kind of been why I've been a little quiet on the podcast lately is just because there has been a lot going on that I have not been prepared for, a lot of challenges this semester that I was not expecting at all, and overall just a lot of changes. And that's why I thought I would make the center of this week's episode that topic of changes and specifically how to kind of stay true to who we are and stay confident in ourselves and continue to love ourselves even when everything around us is changing and sometimes might seem like it's crumbling. I think I'm not alone when I say that this semester is definitely one of the more challenging semesters that I've had so far in college and basically every semester has been challenging in some respect but this semester has brought so many new challenges so many changes to my life that I can't even believe have happened in just the span of the last two months I mean for me I'm not even I guess I'm about halfway through my semester now. It has not even been two whole months since I started school, and I feel like a totally different person with so many new experiences that I really have not talked about on this podcast much. So today I thought, you know, I would start by talking a little bit about what's been going on with me because it's been so long since I've done a life update of sorts. But then I wanted to kind of get into how all of these changes in my life have been affecting me and have been making me feel a little insecure, a little bit like I need to change myself to line up with all of these changes that are happening. Um, you know, comparison has been big lately. There's just been a lot of effects of these changes that have been going on in my life that have made me struggle a little bit this semester. And I wanted to open up about those things while hopefully reassuring you that if you're feeling like the world is just changing so much that you can barely keep up with it, you're not alone because I'm there too. I'm trying to get through it. And so that's why toward the end of this podcast, I'm hoping to kind of give what I'm doing to get through some of these changes going on and 
just stay true to myself, stay confident in myself, and give myself some grace through this time because it's not normal. I know you've heard it before. I've heard it plenty of times too. And it seems like no matter how much I say that, like, these are unprecedented times. This is not normal. It's okay to not be okay. Like, all of those things are so true, but I also understand sometimes it can be hard to believe that and actually take that to heart, especially when you're hearing it so much. It just becomes like a broken record after a while. But hopefully today you'll get more out of this episode than just that as I kind of open up to you about what's been going on this semester. So I guess before I start with anything, if you're a new listener to the podcast, I'd love to introduce myself and just kind of give a brief overview of who I am. I feel like I haven't even done this in a while. I just assume that the same people listen every week. So if you're new, hello, welcome to Genuine Girl. I have been doing this podcast now for, I guess, a year and a half, over a year and a half now. I honestly, we're coming up to two years in January, so that's going to be kind of crazy to look back. So I basically started this podcast as a freshman in high school, second semester, during a pretty rough time. You guys know it if you've listened to this before. I talk about it all the time, so I'll spare you the details this time around. But it's interesting because now I'm a junior, and even though I have grown and changed so much, I still find myself experiencing some of the same things I was going through freshman year, the same struggles and challenges. I feel like it's just part of growing up and it's not something that necessarily just goes away in the blink of an eye or overnight, but it is interesting to kind of have all of these episodes to look back on and reflect on, thinking how much I have changed, even though... I still am going through stuff, and that's why I'm still doing this too, is because even though I'm growing up, I still don't have it all figured out at all, and I just want to be open about my experiences as I grow up and as I go through college. Good, bad, ugly, all of it. So that's a little bit about the podcast. As for me specifically, as I said, I started this when I was a freshman. I am now a junior in college. I go to college in Texas and I am majoring in finance and marketing. So that's keeping me pretty busy having the double business majors, lots of work, but I do enjoy it because I love that creative side of business, but I also definitely have a more logical structured side to my brain. If you can't tell by me talking about my love for structure in the beginning of this episode. So that's that's that. I live in an apartment this year on campus. I have taken up some pretty new and interesting hobbies that I wasn't able to do a lot last, well, the last two years of college. I've been cooking a lot. I've been doing a lot more yoga in my free time. I also definitely watch a lot more TikTok these days than I did when I was a freshman or sophomore. I don't even really remember when TikTok came into being, but I definitely feel like this year has really been my TikTok phase, so that's another interest of mine. I'm trying to think of what else makes me interesting, but basically I'm just your typical college girl, and I hope that's enough because that's just who I am and I gotta accept that right just like you you gotta accept who you are 
Anyways, I'm going to move on now. That's a little bit about me, but you're going to learn a lot more about me throughout the rest of this episode because I'm going to be opening up about some big changes that have been going on in my life. So I want to start probably with the biggest change that has taken place this semester. Got to get the big one out of the way. Um, And this is kind of just more of something in my personal life. I really don't talk a lot about personal stuff on this podcast. I know you're probably like, what? The, you you open up about your life on here. What are you not telling us? Like, <laughs> this is genuine girl, right? And the answer is yes, of course. But I think I've always been a little nervous to open up about anything too personal because sometimes I feel like, really personal stuff that I experience. Of course, that there's that element of privacy and just safety that I definitely don't want to violate um, for myself or others that I'm close to. But at the same time, there are some things I could probably share, but that I just don't because I'm kind of worried no one else would be able to relate to some of the more personal things that are going on in my personal life and not just in my day-to-day college life, which... I don't know why I feel that way. I think it's, again, because nobody really talks about personal stuff a lot, and so it makes me feel like, okay, no one else must be going through personal stuff when, of course, like, we all know people are. It's just, it's hard to actually consciously remember that. So I figured, though, this was something big enough and just important to me so much so that I feel like I have to share it because it really has changed how the semester has gone for me and some of you might think it's kind of a small thing but for me it it was big and basically it's a little sad I'll be honest it's really sad I've been sad about it for well the past two weeks since it happened um and I know it's only only been two weeks right but it feels like it's been forever just because, I don't know, it leaves such a lasting impact. Anyway, you're probably like, girl, just get to the point. What What's this thing? So long story short, a couple weeks ago, my family kitty, Honey, passed away. And I don't mean to be like sounding happy about this or optimistic. I'm always trying to put on that positive outlook, But honestly, this was really, really hard and still is super hard. I mean, I obviously think about her every day and I get sad very often (laughs) and it's really hard to deal with um, and to even find any sort of positive out of that situation, um, which I think that's something that has kind of gotten me through a lot of hard things in life is trying to look at the glass half full, look at the bright side, and just really try to be positive about things. Um, But with this, this has really hurt me because I just can't even find really many positives out of it besides, you know, all of the time we had together and how lucky I was to have her as my cat growing up. Like, She definitely taught me a lot. She gave me a lot. She made my life so much happier and more fun. But, you know, the fact that 
she's gone now is just sad. There's nothing that could make that any easier, any better. Um, I guess to give you a little more context, I have been in Texas since the semester started in August, and I do not live in Texas. My family lives in Arizona, and so, you know, it's it's a couple hours of a plane ride away, so I can't really go back. I mean, I can go back whenever, but it's not like I can just get in the car and drive 30 minutes and be home. I have to put some planning into it. So a couple weeks ago, actually, my dad came to town to visit because I my parents like to come when they can, and I love having them here, and just hanging out with them, staying in a hotel room, that's always kind of a fun time, and so he just decided to come out for a weekend a couple weekends ago, and while he was here, my mom was at home, and she was with Honey, and Honey was doing fine. I mean, Honey has gone through her ups and downs, and just so you know, I got her when I was six years old. So yes, she she has really been with me growing up. We've really grown up together, and you know, she's been like a little sister to me, you know, <laughs> so um, she definitely, though, is, she was getting older, um, no doubt about it, I never liked to admit it, but she was, and so she went through her ups and downs, but for the most part, I mean, she seemed like a very happy, healthy cat, she, you know, was always wanting love and attention, and nothing had really changed, you know, since I left for college, uh, this fall, I mean, she was doing great before I left. It sounded like she was still doing fine after I left. But this weekend that my dad was here a couple weekends ago, my mom told us that suddenly Honey started acting a little weird. And it was very out of the ordinary and out of the blue because she was doing perfectly fine. And one day it was like a switch flipped and she suddenly just stopped eating. She stopped drinking. She was even having trouble walking, which, you know, makes sense if you're not eating or drinking. How are you supposed to have any energy to even walk? It's awful to think about, but she was sleeping a lot more than she already did, which was a lot anyway. (laughs) And she just would get out from under the bed and after a while, I mean, my mom said she couldn't even really walk a foot without having to sit down and like catch her breath almost. And so that was really hard to hear about because this all happened in the span of like maybe two or three days. Like one day she was fine. The next day she started, you know, showing symptoms of just not feeling good. And my dad kept thinking, you know, being a dad, he was like, oh, she'll be fine when I get home. She just misses me. And I was like, okay, I, I hope you're right. Um, but sure enough, he, he got home and she came out. She saw him. She seemed to be happy he was there, but it did not improve her health or her physical condition at all. And the next day, it just deteriorated even more to the point where it was getting hard for her to breathe, it was getting hard for her to move, and my parents ended up taking her to the vet because obviously (laughs) there was something wrong. And it was actually a hard decision to even take her to the vet because she has had some really bad vet experiences in the past, and it is pretty terrifying for her to go to the vet. Um, But 
you know, it was obvious she wasn't feeling well because according to my parents, when they put her in her little carrier to take her to the vet, she did not even care. Like, she got in without a worry in the world, and she was basically asleep on the entire car ride there, which usually she'd be meowing, she'd be shaking, panting, all of these things. And so they took her to the vet, and um, it wasn't good news, as I'm sure you could expect. Um, The vet couldn't really figure out exactly what was going on unless he did blood tests and stuff, but it was very clear that, I mean, even if he did these blood tests and really went into the work to figure out what was going on, she might not even survive those blood tests and she might survive maybe one or two more days, even with an IV and fluids and all of that. She just wasn't doing well. And so basically they had to put her down at the vet and meanwhile I was here in Texas. It was a Monday. I was super busy with classes and And, of course, I knew all of this was going on behind the scenes, which made it so hard for me to focus on school or really anything else. I was just, like, glued to my phone, wanting to talk to my parents, wanting to say bye to Honey. I think, I mean, it's hard enough losing a pet, but when you can't be there to say goodbye, that, that really killed me because I just wish I could have been there to give her one last hug or to tell her goodbye that I loved her. I tried to tell her through the phone, but I think she was asleep, so probably didn't hear me. I'd like to think she did, but it was just, it was heartbreaking because, like, Honey was literally my whole childhood, my whole life growing up, and of course I knew that this would come someday. It's not like I was completely naive to the fact that, oh, once cats reach a certain age, they might not (laughs) survive much longer, (laughs) for lack of better term. And I I knew that deep down, but I don't think I ever really thought about it in too much detail. I never really accepted it. I was like, yeah, that's going to happen, but no one wants to sit there and think about what it's going to be like when it does happen. And the fact that it happened so quickly and when I wasn't even there, it just caught me off guard and it made the pain so much stronger, I feel like, because I just, I I couldn't be there to say goodbye to her. Um, I guess in a way it's a good thing that my memories of her were when she was in better health when she was a happy cat. Um, I, I'm in a way glad that I didn't have to see her struggling so much because I think that would have been so hard for me to watch. But at the same time, I do wish I could have been there to just say goodbye in person because, man, it's it's messing with my mind a lot that I wasn't able to be there to do that for her. And there's really no way I could have gotten back there in time. I mean, because really, it was so bad. They didn't know if she was just going to stop breathing, like, in the middle of the night, um, on Sunday night, or, like, if she would make it through the day on Monday without going to the vet, and my dad had just gotten back the night before, so I, I don't know. I, it's not like I could have really gotten back there in time, especially with classes and everything, and getting a flight. I mean, the flights, I'm sure, were all booked, like, it's not like I could have done anything differently, but 
there is still a little bit of a sense of guilt for just not being there, even though I, I know it's not my fault, and I know Honey wouldn't mind, and she she knows I love her and all of that. It's still, it's it's hard just to cope with all of that on top of just the mere fact that I lost my kitty and my best friend. Um, so that, I guess, in a way has been a big change just in the past couple of weeks of my life, um, having to cope with no longer having my childhood pet and something and someone. I mean, I really thought of her as more of a person than I did a cat um, because we were friends. I mean, she taught me so much and that sounds really dumb, I know, to say that a cat taught you something, but she was just the sweetest cat in the world. She never judged me. I could be a complete mess and Honey would not care. She would still come sit on my lap and give me a little hug and maybe it's just because she wanted me to pet her. That could have totally been it, but I like to think that she really cared about me and I obviously cared about her. It was a very mutual relationship, and I just appreciated her so much growing up because she was a huge source of happiness in my life. I mean, all the time, but especially in the harder times, it was just so comforting to know that I had her to go home to and see. And of course, my parents as well. But anyway, I think this whole situation has just really been a big dose of reality for me that I probably needed but it's hard sometimes to think about it this way because I've been thinking a lot like I kind of associated honey with my childhood and growing up and I felt like you know she was just part of me growing up into who I am today and now that she's gone it's kind of like the end of an era it's like whoa that that makes it real like I've I've grown up now (laughs) like she was there to help me grow up and help me become who I needed to be and and now she's gone and I I like to think she's still here in spirit but still it's like a big realization for me that I'm I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not even really growing up anymore. I know I'm still growing, but I'm I've reached a different phase of life now. And I think it just really made a lot of things sink in and it really made me appreciate everything and everyone I have in my life because I always have appreciated people, I think, but now it's like I think that just really made me realize how precious time is and how literally things can change in an instant one day honey was doing great and the next things totally turned in a different direction and that could happen with anything and anyone and it just really made me appreciate everything and everyone I have in my life right now and I'm really trying to not take anything for granted. I'm trying to even just be conscious of the things like, you know, some days I just really want the days to go by faster. Like on a Monday afternoon, I just want it to be Monday night already so I can eat some dinner, watch some Netflix, and chill out before I go to bed. But 
I've been really trying to even just things like that where I just want to rush time away I'm trying to stop that because it's like I don't want to rush my life away and kind of you know want things to move quicker when the moments we have right now are precious in themselves and I should really be taking advantage of the time I have, even if I'm not always doing exactly what I want to be doing, or if I'm tired, or if I want my class to be over, or want it to be Friday already, I can't try to rush things, and I can't wish time away. I I just am really trying to be more present and grateful for every moment I do have, um, and I know this is getting really deep. I You're probably wondering how losing a cat could make me think about all this stuff, but when your cat is like your family, it really does make you think of it. So I would say, long story short, that's been a huge change to deal with, and the, this is, you know, a change without me even having gone home yet. I think it's going to be an even different story when I do go home again, and really, I think it'll hit me a little harder even, because I remember my house with Honey in it, and so being in a house without her will definitely be hard. I I have no doubt about it, Um, but even not being with her, I'm still realizing, wow, wow, (laughs) like I'm realizing a lot. Um, It's really making some things come to light for me and making me appreciate everything, which I think is good. And I kind of needed that dose of reality, but it's been a hard one to take. So that is probably the biggest change that's been going on. And I don't mean to make this podcast so dark and sad. And I don't want to obviously keep it on this downer note because I think like I said I always like to be positive and I like to look at the bright side of things and that translates to what I talk about on this podcast too but I think sometimes it is helpful and really necessary to talk about those hard things too without sugarcoating positivity onto it Um, I think that's one area in which I could improve. Sometimes I might be a little too positive, and so I think this is kind of my way of being a little more real and raw and honest without having it all figured out, without, you know, having tips to give you on how to deal with things, without having positive thoughts that you can take into your everyday life. Um, I Honestly, in this scenario, I don't really have any of that right now because I'm still going through it. I I mean, so I don't have a ton of advice because I'm trying to figure it out myself, but I'm trying to be okay with telling you all of this, knowing that I don't have advice because as much as I want to help people by giving advice and tips to help you be yourself, I think, honestly... I would like to hope at least that I can also help people by just being real, even if that means not having advice, not having it all figured out, and having something to give you that you can tangibly take away from this episode. I think just hopefully being a relatable source for you can maybe 
be helpful in itself, just in a different way. So don't really know what I'm trying to say there, but thought I would open up about that because that's been a big change that has, it, it really has just signaled to me almost like the end of my childhood, the end of growing up, and this is kind of like reality, like, whoa, I feel like I'm, I'm becoming a true adult now, and that's kind of scary. But to go off of that, I think this semester in particular has been really tricky just in terms of what's going on in the world with COVID and online classes and trying to balance academics and socializing and sleep and health, which all of that was a hard balance before, but I think now with the state of the world, it's definitely even more difficult. And so I don't know about you, but for me, this semester has caused me to make some changes to all of those areas of my life that, you know, I really haven't had to make before. And some of them are voluntary, but also I feel like I've had a lot of things changing in my school life that are for kind of involuntary changes. I didn't necessarily want things to change too much because I am definitely the kind of person who, while I like to be open to new possibilities, I do sometimes get stuck in a little bit of my own ways and a little bit of what I know. And I think that can make change feel kind of difficult sometimes because a lot of times change comes with the unknown or something new, something I can't necessarily plan for or have a plan of attack to get through right away. And that can be kind of stressful for me as a person who likes to have a plan and likes to know what is going on in life. So obviously this this semester, there's just no knowing. I feel like every day, every week is different. Um, my school has been lucky enough to really not have too many bad outbreaks of COVID, at least in the past month or two. Well, not month or two, probably like the past month. Um, Obviously, when we first got back to campus, it was pretty bad. And for a while, they were, I think, considering sending us home again. And honestly, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, I was partly expecting us to be sent home or at least, you know, to go all online. But things improved and so far so good. I'm obviously still trying to stay as safe as I can. Um, Everyone, you know, for the most part is wearing masks around campus, which is good. But um, there have just been a lot of changes in how we're doing school this semester. I personally have been struggling a little more with academics this semester than I have in the past. Not even, I'm not saying this from like a grade or GPA standpoint necessarily, but just my focus and my motivation has been changing and not necessarily for the better. It's made me really stressed out actually because I kind of used to pride myself on being super focused, motivated to get my schoolwork done, and I could literally sit down and crank out a task for like five hours without stopping until I finished it, which by the way, I'm not saying is the healthy thing to do, but you know, back freshman year, I like was proud of myself for that, and I thought, you know, that is how 
that was my strength. Uh, that's why I did well in school. Like I was just proud of that. And I didn't need to have a life outside of school because school was what I was here for and it was going to be worth it and whatever. Anyway, this semester, focus and motivation have been a little harder to come by, and I think the old me is kind of beating myself up over that because the old me is used to me being able to sit down and crank out a task without ever getting distracted or losing motivation. And I think I have really been having to shift my mindset and try to really accept myself for maybe not always having the most focus this semester to get things done, especially with everything personal going on these past couple of weeks. I've I've found myself going back and forth between the old me saying like, you know what, who cares what's going on? You need to be doing your work. And then, you know, the nicer side of my mind saying like, hey, you're going through a lot right now. This is understandable that you might not have as much motivation or focus as you normally would. Give yourself a break. And I think that whole shift this semester has been a big change for me that has been kind of hard to wrap my brain around just because it really is like a constant battle between the old me and the current me. And clearly, I am finding it hard to accept the new me, I guess, in this form. And that is why my old mindset is so strong in my mind and is making me feel insecure and is making me feel like Ugh, I, I don't think I should be allowing myself to sit here and think about how sad I am right now. I need to be working because that's why I'm here. That's why I'm at school. That's why I'm getting an education. And so it's been a little harder for me to have control over my thoughts and to just you know, shut down that negative old version of myself. Um, I, I think it's a lot easier sometimes, especially in times of change and t- times of turmoil like this. It's so much easier to just stay in your old self and your old mind and allow that to control you. Because, to, I mean, quite frankly, we've lived with that version of ourselves for so long that it's almost like more natural to us to just stick with whatever the old version of ourself is telling us rather than accept the fact that maybe we've changed a little bit, maybe the circumstances have changed us a little bit, and to be confident in that. So I've definitely noticed that mental battle between my old and current selves and the old self really doesn't want me to change, but I've really been trying to just kind of do some things every day that just get that old talk out of my head. And it's very hard to consciously get it out, but I've found a few hobbies that actually have really helped ease some of my negative self-talk and my old thoughts coming through my mind. And So I wanted to kind of talk about those a little bit because I guess in a way, my habits and hobbies have kind of been changing to reflect the kind of person I want to be and the kind of person who I think 
I'm meant to be um, as I continue to find myself through all of this craziness going on. So one thing that has really helped me clear my mind and kind of be at peace with who I am and be at peace with who I'm becoming through these changes is yoga. I know that I've talked about yoga before on the podcast. I have done yoga for a while, but to be honest, I kind of got into the phase for a very long time where I was doing yoga less as just like a mindfulness practice, but more as an intense workout. So I would do all of the yoga sculpt classes, um, which you know, the place I go, Core Power Yoga Sculpt, is really just yoga with weights and cardio. And it's basically, it has yoga at its foundation, but it's really not yoga anymore. When you put the weights and cardio with it, it's like an intense full body workout. And it's not what you would traditionally think of as being just a very relaxing, like mentally cleansing practice. Um, And so I think that kind of took me away from the mindfulness piece of yoga for a while. And don't get me wrong, I still love those intense yoga classes, but lately I've been actually incorporating more peaceful, like traditional yoga classes into my day-to-day life. Um, Usually, I mean, this past week or two, I've been incorporating two or three normal yoga classes into my week. I'll usually do like a 30-minute class on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which are my busiest class days with school. I'll usually do a little 30-minute yoga class after all of my school classes are done for the day because I am usually so exhausted and stressed after all of my Tuesday-Thursday classes. And doing yoga actually has really helped my mind just feel so much more clear and free and it's insane because I go into it like really not in the mood to do anything but I know I need to move my body a little bit because I've been sitting at a desk literally all day maybe getting up to get food and water and that's about it so there definitely is that physical element that I think really helps just to get me moving and get my mind off of everything on my screen that I need to do, but then I am surprising myself with how great it is for my mental state as well, because while I'm doing yoga and after I'm doing yoga, there's a period of time where my negative thoughts, my old self is not even coming through. It's not even trying. It's just like out there in the universe, far, far away. It's like my current present self in whatever it is in this time with all of these changes going on, it is, when I'm doing yoga, that person, that self is present. That's like the only thing that I'm thinking about. And yoga just really makes me feel a greater sense of acceptance toward that person and toward who I am um, within all of these changes going on around me. I think because I don't have that old negative self-talk coming through my mind, it just makes me so much more apt to accept myself for who I'm becoming. And so yoga is definitely something that has helped me a lot. I could talk about it all day. I could do a whole podcast episode on yoga, to be honest. If anyone out there would be interested, let me know. Um, 
I've also been taking up a lot more cooking lately. As I said, I do have an apartment this year and that has actually helped me so much with my mental state. Um, the past two years, I was living in basically a shoebox of a dorm. It was, don't get me wrong, a super nice dorm. I'm very grateful that I was there. I was also in a single room, so really not much to complain about. But the size of the room was, oh, it was, it was tiny. You know, you, a single is incredible and I wouldn't change it for anything, but when you accept a single as your living situation, you kind of have to sacrifice any kind of space you might have. So I had a very, very jam-packed dorm room and I had a community bathroom. I didn't get my own bathroom. And I mean, I definitely didn't get a kitchen or any place to cook except for a little microwave and mini fridge, which, you know, that did the job. And I went to the dining hall every day. So I got my food in, don't you worry. But I didn't really have an outlet to, you know, just kind of chill. And I couldn't do yoga in my room even because it was too small and I was also on the third floor so I would probably make noise and I didn't want to disturb the people below me anyway. Um, so this year, this living situation has been a lot better for me because it's given me so many more opportunities for outlets and so yoga is one and cooking is another because I do have a kitchen now and I've been having so much fun making new recipes and going grocery shopping and every night it's almost just like therapeutic to cook something up specifically something healthy that will make me feel good about myself and will actually give me energy when I eat it it's just such a great feeling to cook yourself something fulfilling and eat it and be like, wow, I just did that for myself. You you really just feel this increased sense of confidence and self-love when you cook something for yourself like that. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Maybe this is just a me thing, but I'm putting it out there because if anyone's looking for ways to maybe find an outlet or do something for themselves, Cooking, I think, is a great option if you have that capability, because if you don't, trust me, I've been there, I get it, dorm life is, uh, it, it has its downfalls for sure, and that is one of them, but it, you know, you'll get there and it's going to be so worth it if that's what you're into. I honestly didn't really know how much I would get into cooking, but now I'm like cooking all the time, new fresh meals, and even though it technically is taking up some time that I used to spend probably studying, and yeah, I will admit sometimes my old me comes in and tells me like, what are you doing cooking yourself a meal right now? You could be using this time to study for your test tomorrow. Yes, that that version of myself does come in and say those things, but somehow when I'm cooking, I don't know, it just doesn't get through to me as much as it would if I was doing really anything else because I just can feel so at peace and calm and happy knowing that, yeah, maybe I'm not studying, but there's more to life and more to school than just studying 24-7. There's also that element of health and taking care of yourself, and I'm actually making time to take care of myself 
and not just take care of my grades and my GPA. And like realizing that has made me feel so much more confident in who I am, even if I don't have it all figured out right now, even if I'm in the middle of a huge change in my life and a time that's basically filled with changes of all kinds, I can be confident in the fact that I'm taking care of myself uh, physically and mentally as much as I can by simply picking up some of these hobbies and new habits in my life to take away some of those negative old me thoughts. So that's kind of some changes I've been making um, to kind of counteract the the effects of all of the world's changes on my mind. That was, wow, quite the mouthful. I don't know if that made any sense at all. I feel like I keep saying that because I really don't know what I'm saying most of the time. It just kind of all comes out in a flow and it's so weird because after I record this, I don't think I'm actually going to remember anything I just talked about. It's creepy. It just all escapes my mind so fast. But then, of course, if people bring it up to me, it'll come back and I'll remember what I said. And all of this is true to me. I think part of the reason it's probably a good thing that I forget everything I talk about because if I was really having to make some of this stuff up right now and create some big lies on this podcast, then yeah, I'd probably remember them after recording this because there's a lot of thought that went into them. But here I am just being myself. And I think because I'm just speaking what's on my mind, I don't necessarily have to hold those thoughts in anymore and keep them in my mind to remember forever because I'm putting them out here now. See, don't, don't you love how I just always get off topic when it's time for me to end the episode? Because I, I do too. It's really my cue. It's like, oh, Meredith, you are getting off topic now. It is time to press that stop recording button and post this and just let people enjoy. So that is going to be probably where I end. Of course, I want to kind of conclude this because I feel like I just kind of got off topic and didn't really even finish my last thought. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is that I've been struggling with a lot of changes this semester, I think, as many of us have. And many of these changes were not because I wanted them to happen. They're not my doing. They're not, you know, the way I necessarily wanted things to go. But they're happening regardless of whether I wanted them to or not which definitely has made it difficult for me to fully accept the changes just because my old self is trying to counteract them and trying to get me back to a place of comfort, to my comfort zone, pretty much. But deep down, I know that all of these changes are making me into who I'm meant to be, and they're growing me, they're changing me. Uh, For better or for worse, I would hope for better. And a lot of times, you know, because I can't control these changes going on, I can't necessarily just go back to my comfort zone. I can't necessarily just listen to my old me and my brain telling me what to do all the time because I'm quite simply not that person anymore. These changes are changing me and I have to be okay with that and accept who I am, even if I'm not exactly where I wanted to be right now, even if I'm not perfect, even if I'm not, you know, on the path that I imagined myself to be on, I have to accept who I am 
to love who I am at every stage. And that's why I've been trying to kind of pick up some new hobbies, new habits to make myself feel a little bit better through this change, while also just accepting the fact that I'm not perfect. I don't have it all figured out right now. I'm in the middle of some huge changes, as I'm sure you are too. And even so, we're going to get through this and we're going to look back on all these changes one day and realize they really did make us stronger and they made us into who we are. And without them, we wouldn't be who we're going to become in the future. So I try to keep these things in mind. That doesn't make it always easier, but it does help me realize that at the end of the day, I'm doing the best I can and that's all I can really do. So I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I don't mean for this to be a downer, but I also know it's good to be just realistic sometimes. And so that's what I've been trying to do in today's episode. I will try to be back as soon as I can with another episode. With everything going on right now, I can't promise when that's going to be, but I will try to keep you updated and make sure that I come up with some good content soon based off of kind of what's going on in my life. I never want to force anything, but I also want to make sure that I'm providing something that can be helpful to you. So I'll be working on it, and until I talk to you next time, have a great week. Just accept yourself through all of these changes going on, and remember that we will get through this, and it's going to be okay. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay genuine, girl. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Genuine Girl. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to leave a review and a rating on iTunes. It helps me out so much. And if you want to stay up to date on future episodes, get some inspiration, and see what I'm up to, be sure to follow me on social media at onegenuinegirl, all letters, no numbers. Have a great week, and see you next time.